0: Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Privacy Please, hanging out with Gabe Gums, Cameron Ivy here. We're just uh, chatting a little bit about this, this new security co-pilot from Microsoft. But before we get into that, Gabe,
1: how the hell are you? Decent. Not complaining. How are you, my friend? Well, you're
0: decent. I'm decent.
1: Dandy. dandy. Dandy dandy and de- I'm decently dandy. Decent and dandy. That's the name. That's the name of the next show. Decent. <laughs> no one's tuning into that one. No one's tuning no. into that one. No. No. <laughs> um, no. Our own our own mothers are gonna give it two stars. <laughs> two stars.
0: Um <laughs> yeah, do, doing well. Glad that you're doing decent. Yeah, um, it's better than most probably, but right on. Yeah, I mean, you know, this thing kind of hit what not too just, long ago, a couple days ago.
1: Hey, day. yeah, just a few days ago, in the last week, Microsoft announced what they're calling quote security copilot. I love that name. I love the name because what it really suggests it's it like it tells you what it does in the word right. Like it is there to assist you. It is there to assist you. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhat unsurprisingly. Um, you know, it's powered by AI technology. Microsoft is 40 billion in to chat GPT into open AI, the organization. They have, they have a significant, is it 40 billion or is it a 40% stake? I apologize. They have a 40% stake on at $10 billion. That's the math, right? That's the math. Someone can double check me on that, but that's the math off the top of my head. So they're big on, on open AI. They're, they're gang on it. Unlike, unlike those, those boys and girls over at Google, they seem to, they seem to be celebrating the uh, the progress that that um, you know open ai is showing the world that is that is capable but i think they're losing some of the oxygen in the room at the moment but you know that's how it goes in these things right like google google won the um the origi- the, the search engine the search engine wars version 1 and and uh you know this this next this next version of of how to to contextualize search seems to be won by AI at the moment. And in particular, ChatGPT is whooping that butt. So Microsoft released its tool, Security Copilot. Mm-hmm. And it, for those of you that have been playing with ChatGPT, you kind of get it, right? Like you can ask it questions. Um, based on data sets right like and it really starts forming that um i'll use the phrase it's also in one in in, in an article that we'll quote from connective tissue which is exactly hmm. one of the powers of large language models right like is it's putting that connective tissue in between information in between kind of like a is between. that kind of like a graph tree or whatever they call it You know, that's one way to think about it. That's one way to think about it, right? Yeah, thoroughly. Um, and it's a good way to think about it because large language models are neural networks, and those are types of graphs. So that's that is that is a very good way to think about it, in fact. Um, but let's take it back. Okay. We we threw some predictions out there some months ago, as as you know, many of us do in the industry. Yeah the suit sayer was on the, the show there yeah soothsayer stopped by as he as he often does around that time of year and he was salty he, as, sh- he
0: sure is salty yeah he's, he's salty. salty son ever. of a bee
1: and i tell you <laughs> i don't know i think he lives at salty bottoms he's so salty i think i've, you know, I think I've seen him grabbing grabbing a crusty burger down down that way because he's, he's salty <laughs> af
0: Ooh, one okay. of those
1: predictions he made was that we would see AI enter into security products in ways that it hadn't before. Mm-hmm. And, and specifically, I wanted to draw differentiation between just, you know, more AI as we'd seen it in the past, um, which was a lot of, uh, you know, behavioral learning kind of, of technologies. Like we saw, we saw a lot of that. In fact, I would say behavior analytics was the primary AI use case in security. And what, and what, we'd really discuss would change the game this year in particular was this, this combination of AI that allows you to mine data, right? Like this, 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 these language models that allow you to ask conversational questions of the data. In fact, if we go right. back, and replay that episode or grab a snippet from it, I can thinking back my memory backs. So that was exactly the use case I gave was give it, you know, Splunk logs, for example, and ask it questions, ask it a, a, A plain language question like "How often has Cameron logged in in the last seven and a half days?" Mm. and it will do that versus being able, versus you having to write a Splunk query to perform that operation. And so, one of the things it does is it starts lowering that barrier to entry in the infosec world. But it also it does a lot of other things, right? Like it certainly makes the productivity of those in the industry. Far greater, but those that really understand how to ask questions of data now now are able to to bring that to security products, and so that's exactly what um, copilot is for what it's worth. You know, the suit say it isn't just some magical cr- creature that can see the future. If you had been paying attention at home, like the, the industry had been going this way for the longest, like large language models have been developing at a rapid pace and we knew they were coming to market. And the security industry had been longing, longing for a way to be able to respond to, to the growing amount of data that you have to sift through from a, a SecOps perspective. Fast forward to the future and you'll be able to do even more cool things. Wait till you can use, uh, large language models as response technologies. Like, ah, so chat GBT, whatever we'll do, we'll, no, we'll, yeah. we'll use security copilot. Security copilot. Tell me, tell me the number of times Cameron has logged in over the last six and a quarter days from locations that appear to be, uh, not ones that he normally would have, right? Like, oh, look, I just wrote a query to, to, to detect an anomaly. Um, but then do something like, hmm. Now disable all of Cameron's access um, on all of his logged-in devices. Right? Whoa! Yeah, right. Like so, all of these are things that we can do today, but there are sure. processes in place that require, like, okay, I have to go to this system and do this. And but if you if you had a security operations response center that could, in plain language, just detect a threat, investigate a threat, respond to a threat in the way i just did in this conversation with you you really start to to change change the way you can you can address problems in the security domain yeah
0: that's pretty wild and so i've many questions i didn't i didn't see anything in the article um but is this something that is is this a tool for organizations or for individuals
1: organizations. This is this is targeted definitely at, at organizations. So is
0: it a part of is it like a, a tool separate or is it a part of an E3 or E5 license?
1: I don't know I what the license model that. is. That's that's uh, that's a question for someone 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 not named. Come name on, that, Gabe,
0: so you I should think. know everything. I, just, I don't know. No, I know. I'll I'll f fi- I'll find that out.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll do I mean, some more research. Microsoft bundles their security products largely into the VIP yeah. suite, right? Their right. Azure information potentially. I don't know. Um it's a so is question. this
0: part of I mean, is this part of their I mean, they already have access controls. I mean, is this like a another way to monitor
1: and have it, access? It monitors all the things. So on their platform, they are already collecting and monitoring mm-hmm. all of, all of those different, um, telemetry points as it is. Yeah. And, and Microsoft even has their own, um, large scale, large scale SIM, right? Uh, that allows you to, to aggregate that information. Uh, Microsoft Sentinel, right? Like that's their cloud native SIM solution that allows you to take all that information in and, and perform security incident response, et cetera. Well, think of this as Copilot is like, this is Sentinel on steroids yeah sentinel on steroids
0: it's interesting they also they also specifically point out that uh customer data is not shared with with others and is not used to train or enrich foundation ai models So let's talk about
1: that that sounds yeah. like a privacy statement like yeah sure. so then so then i appreciate you telling us what it wasn't trained on I'm certain I heard what it was trained on, which is it's to easier say, to say what it's not. Well, yeah. So did you did you take customer data and then anonymize it, pseudonymize it? Like, what did you do? Like, so why I mm-hmm. just, just curious. Like, maybe you did none of those things. Maybe you did none yeah. of those things. Maybe it was all. Maybe it was all um, synthetic data. Maybe it was all synthetic data. Like our friends over at Tonic do, right? Like, yeah, that's a great use case for Tonic AI, right? Like, you create a ton of synthetic data and you train a model like that on it. But, right. But, but I appreciate you telling me what it wasn't trained on, but. But can someone out there tell me what it was trained on?
0: Yeah. Anyone anyone listening that works for Microsoft or knows a little bit more,
1: hit us up. I want to know what it was know. trained on. Well, Let's. The world wants to know. Pepperidge Farm wants to be able to go, ah, I remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pepperidge Farm. Ah. Pepperidge yeah, the, the first thing that comes to my mind, squirrel because moment, is uh, is the little... I don't, are they the Milano cookies? See, I
1: I go to the uh, thick, chunky chocolate, like those are the ones that bring me back, like those big, thick, chunky chocolate. Oh, yeah. It's like five in a bag and there's like $20 a bag. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah. I don't mess with them, but yeah.
0: They got those, doesn't Pepperidge Farm do those like chocolate straws too? Do they? (laughs) I don't know.
1: sounds tasted Pirou- or whatever what are they called uh, i know what you're describing yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i don't mess with those either but i know what you're. those
0: describing. are fancy
1: those do look fancy those oh, are too yeah. fancy even for gabe gums those are too fancy. oh
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah this is fascinating though uh i mean any any other any other topics that you want to hit on from this article no i um, think
1: i think let's share the article with the listeners um yep Well we'll see if we can get some some folks on to discuss, but I think this is one of those really, really, really pivotal moments in privacy and security where technology helps enable us to actually be better and not just like sell more shit, right? Exactly. I mean, think about think about the applications of this. We talked about the security applications. We think about the privacy applications where you can ask data sets, is there any identifiable information about Cameron Ivory in this data set, right? Right. And and have it know the answer to that question now okay
0: good point now the first thing that i'm thinking of right now is this whole big thing about um tech giants and leaders wanting to put a halt on ai do you think that there's going to be i mean we can bring in the salty soothsayer here but do you think they have enough
1: power to stop that i think I think the Eurodites will always will always be loud. They will always be loud. I think there's always going to be some subset of folks that, that think that you know horseless carriages are are a bad advancement, and in some ways they can be right. Like they took up they took up a lot of room on the roads and, and took it away from pedestrians. Um, mm. Now we have now we have fat populations and whatnots, right? Whatever. Um, I think you'll always have folks that are trying to. I don't know how you will stop technology from from seeing the light of day, certainly not this kind of tech. It will have too many applications for good for there to be any real opposition, any sensible opposition, quite frankly. I've yet to see sensible opposition to technology. Um, I've seen some, some good cautions, great cautions, but Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've seen sensible opposition. I don't think this will be different.
0: I'll tell you what, what a freaking time to be living right now in this in this day and age with the technology and just the things that are happening i just saw a cool ai uh, talking about ai with the um someone did like historians in history do- taking selfies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool that's good i'm not gonna lie that's that's the entertainment side of it but that's good there's a there's a very there's a dark and a a light
1: side for sure
0: there's some sure. It's it's going to be fascinating to see what happens the rest of this year.
1: Yeah, we'll see how many more of those suits say predictions come through. I think I'm, I I think I'm one for whatever in the last set. But early in the year, we went through and dug up one from like three years ago that that finally mm-hmm. came to be true. So some of them have a longer tail than others. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a part of it, though. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the fun of reading the tea leaves.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, um, stick around for the blogcast to learn a little bit more about this article. And we appreciate you guys for always tuning in each and every week. Uh, Gabe, see you next week, man. Deuces. Hot diggity dogs, yeah. Hot diggity dogs, yeah. Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privacy Please. I am your host, Cameron Ivey, and I have another blogcast for you. Let's do this. Microsoft's security co-pilot unleashes jet, jet, come on, Microsoft's security, uh, here we go, here, all right. Microsoft's security co pilot unleashes chat GPT on breaches. Ooh. <laughs> the new tool aims to deliver the network insights and coordination that AI security systems have long promised.
1: Mmm, let's dive in.
0: For years now, artificial intelligence has been a hot buzzword in the cybersecurity industry, promising tools that spot suspicious behavior on a network quickly figure out what's going on and guide incident response if there's an intrusion. The most credible and useful of services, though, have actually been machine learning algorithms trained to spot characteristics of malware and other dubious network activity. Now, as a generative AI tools proliferate, Microsoft says it has finally built a service for defenders that's worthy of all the hype. <laughs> 2 weeks ago, the company launched Microsoft 365 Copilot, which builds on a partnership with OpenAI along with Microsoft's own work on large language models. The company is now rolling out Security Copilot, a sort of security field notebook that integrates system data and network monitoring from security tools like Microsoft Sentinel and Defender and even third-party services. Security Copilot can surface alerts, map out in both words and charts what may be going on within a network and provide steps for a potential investigation As a human user works with a co-pilot to map out a possible security incident, the platform tracks history and generates summaries. So if colleagues get added to a project, they can quickly come up to speed and see what's been done so far. The system will also automatically produce slides and other presentation tools about an investigation to help security teams communicate the facts of a situation to people outside their department. and particularly executives who may not have security experience but need to stay informed because they got to make that dollar, baby. They got to make that quiche, that value. Over the past few years, what we've seen is this absolute escalation in the frequency of attacks, in the sophistication of attacks, as well as in the intensity of attacks, says Vasu Jakal. Microsoft's chief vice president of security. What a cool name, Jakal. And there is not a lot of time for a defender to contain the escalation of an attack. The balance is right now shifted in the directions of attackers. Jakal says that while machine learning security tools have been effective in specific domains, like monitoring email or activity on an individual device, known as endpoint security security copilot brings all of those separate streams together and um, extra plates that's a new one for me a bigger picture with security copilot you can now catch what others may have missed because it forms that connective tissue ah yes like the tissue in our bodies yes Security Copilot is largely powered by OpenAI's ChatGPT fourth version, but Microsoft emphasizes that it also integrates a proprietary Microsoft security-specific model. The system tracks everything that's done during an investigation. The resulting record can be audited, and the materials it produces for distribution can all be edited for accuracy and clarity. If something Copilot is suggesting during an investigation is wrong or irrelevant, users can click the off target button to further train the system. <laughs> that is silly. I'm just thinking about the the OpenAI AI chat GPT generator when it's Anyways, the platform offers access controls so certain colleagues can be shared on particular projects and not others, which is especially important for investigating possible insider threats, and security copilot allows for a sort of backup for 24-7 monitoring. That way, even if someone with a specific skill set isn't working on a given shift or a given day, the system can offer basic analysis and suggestions to help plug gaps. For example, if a team wants to quickly analyze a script or software binary, that may be malicious, Security Copilot can start that work and contextualize how the software has been behaving and what its goals may be. Microsoft emphasizes that the customer data is not shared with others and is not used to train or enrich foundation AI models. Now, as you can tell before Gabe and I talked about this, they talk about what is not shared but they don't really go into anything else, right? So that's interesting there. Maybe we can touch on that later. Microsoft does pride itself though on using 65 trillion daily signals from its massive customer base around the world to inform its threat detection and defense products. But Chakal and her colleague, Cheng Kawaguchi, gosh, these are awesome names, Kawaguchi, uh, sounds like a motorcycle, Microsoft's vice president and AI security architect emphasized that Security Copilot is subject to the same data sharing restrictions and regulations as any of the security products it integrates with. So if you already use Microsoft Sentinel or Defender, Security Copilot must comply with the privacy policies of those services. Kawaguchi says that security copilot has been built to be as flexible and open-ended as possible and that customer re- and that customer reactions will inform future feature additions and improvements. The system's usefulness will ultimately come down to how insightful and accurate it can be about each customer's network and the threats they face, but Kawagachi says that The most important thing is for defenders to start benefiting from generative AI as quickly as possible. As he puts, we need to equip defenders with AI given that attackers are going to use it regardless of what we do. And that is a great, great point because obviously we're going back to how AI and breaches have already happened um, from previous episodes and and all over the news and stuff. So this is great stuff. Um, Obviously, Microsoft um, always always on top of their game to try to innovate and use all those monies that they have. Let's see if it pays off. Let's see if it makes things even more interesting in privacy. Um, we all know that AI is going to be interesting, and it already is. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in, as always appreciate the uh, support if you have any feedback would love to hear from you you can always email me at cameron.ivy at protonmail.com and uh always love hearing questions topics anything you want to come any guests shoot them my way let's do this anyways we'll see you guys next week hope you enjoy cameron ivy over and out hey you guys made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Again, if this is your first time, we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep supporting privacy, please. And we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, over and out.